Hello, everyone. Pastor Deborah here, and I'm trying out a new studio for you here in the Light and Love broadcast show live with me, Pastor Deborah. This is a Zoom with a motion video of Pixabay. I am learning how to do these live broadcasts which I understand you have to have a pretty fast Wi-Fi, which I probably have just an average one. But I wanted to try this studio with me and a motion video that represents this topic that we're going to be talking about here today. This is episode number two of the Light and Love broadcast show live through Restream with Pastor Deborah, This picture, this motion video is a flower releasing hearts of love because we're going to be going deep into love, what it is, what it's for, what does it do for us, what part of us, of our three-part system of spirit, soul, and physical body does love need to touch and be our lifeline and our source of life itself. That's right. So we're going to be learning here with Pastor Deborah live on the Light and Love broadcast show through Restream. So let's all give a great big thank you to Restream. I'm learning how to use them and how to put these out and do the chats at the same time. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I am a global teacher, as you know, and I go all over the world. I'm in many countries. Many people are watching and learning and growing, and I hope you will too. So let's begin. As I said, this is episode number two. We are in the month of January 2022. This is the third Friday. And of each month on the third Friday, you will get a love episode. Mm -hmm. We're going to be working through love in the third Friday of each month. On the first Friday of each month, we're going to be working through the word light, L-I-G-H-T, and how important that is for us here on planet Earth. That's right. So welcome again. And the board of directors of Agape Love, Love is Here's Global Teaching Ministry, which you can find on YouTube in the Hidden Kingdoms channel. and. In the children's channel, entitled For Children of All Ages. And this video will also be live streamed to the website of agape love, loveishere.org. It'll be on Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and the website all at the same time. Then YouTube will process it, and I will then be able to put it back on the website, podcast it out on all the many different podcast shows for you to listen to, 
wherever you are. So welcome, welcome. This is a new project for me. I had just become the executive director, producer, creator, editor of the light and love broadcast show and all of the social media productions. I'm not a techie person. I have a tech department for that. They help me understand a lot, but I am one person and you wouldn't believe it, but I'm in my living room. That's right. I've got a virtual background going. Do not have a green screen. That is why you'll see my hair doing weird things and the background coming through at times. I'm sitting at a door looking out over beautiful Perdido Bay. So I don't have a big room that's just made for a studio. I'm sort of just getting by with what I have. That's right. And I'm not very techy, as I said. So please bear with me if things don't look that great, if the stream buffers some, because my Wi-Fi is not the fastest. I don't make any money off of these. I don't look for monetization off of any. I don't accept donations for anything. That's right. So welcome to episode number two of the Light and Love broadcast show, live with Pastor Deborah. Of course, this is a recorded video to be scheduled. And that's what I figured out. Most of our people on television, they record it live, but then they schedule it on TV. Because that way, people all over the world will get to watch it. Because we're all in different time zones. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We are. But before we begin, Pastor Deborah always likes to begin each teaching with prayer. So let's begin. Dear Heavenly Father, you have told us in so many ways that not only do you provide for us love from you, but that you are love. But we have to learn that and understand it. But for right now, Father, let your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher, teach us and help us perceive your words and your understanding that light and revelation come to us so that we will have an understanding of love in the natural realm that affects our soul and our physical body and how in the realm of the spirit, our spirit is affected by love or no love. Help us, Father, as you go about teaching us so that we are no longer in ignorance and darkness about what is love. Thank you in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. So the title of this lesson here in the Light in Love broadcast show, episode number two, is what is love? That is a good question that we all need to be asking ourselves so that we can learn and have an understanding. In teaching, a good teacher 
always begins with definitions. If I am talking about a definition of love that is not yours, then we're going to have miscommunication. And that you can't learn and all the teaching will be null and void for you. So let's begin. And I always use the Webster's Dictionary as one of my references, as well as the Strong's Concordance, which gives us the words out of the original Hebrew and Greek. The book I always work out of is the Authorized King James Bible. The reason I use that particular translation is there are no commentaries by anybody, by any denomination, by any group or individual. It's the pure Hebrew words, Aramaic words, and Greek words just translated into English. You will get them also in your language if you can find them. That the Bible of many translations is on YouTube. You can find it out there. I love this version of the Bible because there's no commentaries from anybody, as I said. So that makes me dependent on the Holy Spirit, which is here today to help us. He then will interpret to me the best way he knows I need. It could be from a word, an experience, something I've seen or done in the natural, maybe a movie I've watched, maybe a book I've read or a true story I've heard about. He will use everything he can to help me understand. So a lot what he does with me is I watch a lot of movies, true stories, biographies, histories. I study history. I study people. And from that, he's able to interpret to me what these words mean at a deep spiritual level. Because there are two levels of the Bible. There's the level for the flesh, the soul, and the physical body. Trying to get it under control. That's right. For the natural world. Then there's the realm of the spirit that's hiding behind those words. At first, for most of my life, I just read the Bible, didn't understand it, didn't have any church, any pastor be able to help me understand how it related to me spiritually. But then in 1995, I was drawn to a church revival called the Brownsville Assembly of God here in Pensacola, Florida. A young evangelist named Steve Hill was preaching about get the sin out so God can clean you up and he can touch you and you can perceive his presence. Had never heard that. And I went and God changed my life. He brought me to life. He infused my spirit with light, revelation with himself. He exploded in me because he was already there since I was three. But my soul was the king and the ruler, so he had a hard time coming through. Probably talked to me a lot in dreams and visions, but I didn't know it was him because most of the churches I went to didn't talk about dreams and visions and spiritual gifts. But boy, 
from 1995 until today. God and I have had a relationship out of this world, beyond and over the rainbow. I hear him clearly. I can see dreams, visions. I move in the gifts. I work it deep in the realm of the spirit now. Mm -hmm. As a soldier and a warrior. Then I had to learn how to be a teacher to you. And I had to learn how to do all this YouTube stuff and cameras and talk. And even when I look into the camera here, I have to visualize spiritually that you are out there. You are watching. You are listening as I'm teaching right now today. Mm -hmm. So let's get to our references. Love is defined by Webster's Dictionary. As number one, strong affections for another, arising out of kinship, out of family ties, bonds, bonds or personal ties. Number two, if you see me looking down, I'm reading my notes. Attraction. Based on sexual desire, lust, and coveting. We're going to talk about that part of love mm -hmm. throughout because that is a big thing. That's right. Number three, it is affection and tenderness felt by lovers. That's right. Now, there's another thing. You could have an animal have affection and tenderness for you. But I wouldn't call him a lover or she a lover, but you are receiving affection and tenderness. And when you love an animal or nature. Mm -hmm. Number four, affection, attraction, based on admiration, respect, benevolence, or common interest. Number five, a covenant. It's the assurance of something, of acceptance. Number six, warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion. Number seven, the object of attachment. Devoting or admiration. Number eight, a beloved, cherished person or thing or animal or an, just an object. Number nine, unselfish, loyal and benevolent concern for the good of another. Number ten. The fatherly concerns for others. Number 11, brotherly concerns for another. Number 12, a person's adorations and honor, respect and feelings of God. Now we'll go to Strong's Concordance, where we learn a little deeper into the Hebrew and Greek. Number one, 
to have affection for, sexual or otherwise. Number two, affection, good or bad. Number three, lover, love token. Number four, to cling to, to join to. Number five, delight in, have pleasure in. Number six, to be fond of, to have compassion on, to obtain mercy from. Number seven, affection to something. Number eight, charity, a dear one. Number nine, kindness. These definitions give us a wide range of what is love. It's talking about God. It's talking about Father. It's talking about a covenant. It's talking about bonds and ties, affection, feelings, pleasures, the physical body through sex. It's talking about kindness and things that we do for other people or things. I want to start with an ancient, ancient scripture that gives us some eternal help, definitions, ideas to think about. Remember, Pastor Deborah's a spiritual teacher. All of this is for your spirit and your soul. Remember, I don't know if you know, I used to be a licensed clinical mental health counselor. I tried to help people through mental health counseling, therapy. That's right. But that wasn't what I was called to do. And I had to come out of that, become a spiritual pastor, teacher, shepherd, mama. That's right, to help you. So let's look at one. First Corinthians 13. 1 through 13. We're not going to get through all of this on this one. We're going to have lots of videos on love. This was the first letter of Paul, the apostle to Christ Jesus, who had a radical conversion experience. He was blinded for three days. Then God took him, and he had deep knowledge because he had gone to Bible school, so to speak, of the Old Testament. He knew it forwards and backwards. And God took him, took him out into the deserts of Arabia for three years, opened up the Old Testament to him so he could be about the business of the kingdom of heaven and teach God's words spiritually to people. And he was writing this letter to believers in the city of Corinth. And they were called Corinthians. And they were having issues. Oh, they believed in this Jesus Christ that Paul did. But they had a lot of issues that needed to be addressed and worked out. We're going to start with 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10. That sets the background. Paul is saying, I'm writing to you, people in Corinth, to help you to speak the same thing. And that those 
who are believers in Christ Jesus, let there be no divisions among you in your speaking, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind, the same thoughts, the same concepts of one soul and of one spirit and in the same judgment. Now that takes us off to Romans 12, 16. Paul once again is writing a letter to believers in Rome. They too were having problems. And this is 12, 16 through 21. Be of the same mind, one towards another. Think not high things. Don't be prideful. But think on, have thoughts for men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits, concerns, or concepts. Some people pride themselves that they got a doctorate of divinity, or they've been to a Bible school, or they put titles in front of their names, or that they are the senior pastor. Now, you can be called those, but it's if that is what you use to help people and make money off of, you might be having a problem. Most of the time, People come to me in the spirit, and they want me to be their spiritual mother. A mother is a pastor, a shepherd, a leader, a guide, a protector, a warrior for her little babies. But you won't hear many pastors and teachers saying they are a spiritual mother or father. Mm -hmm. But Pastor Deborah was anointed to be one of those. In fact, I was asked right during a praise and worship session, what was the desires of my heart? And I said to be the spiritual mother to all those in spiritual abuse, heavy metal music, the occult, those that are not believers in Christ Jesus, lesbians, gays, now we'd say genders, those that have no gender, those that have been human trafficked, drug cartel leaders, that's right, leaders and politicians of nations, mm -hmm. imams, mm -hmm. gurus, musicians, actors, so that I could turn their heart to the Father. A lot of them didn't know what love was, afraid of it been hurt by it, been abused by it, saw the dark side of love. And they were afraid of this father. So father was very smart. He said, I'll give you a mama. So he gave me, and he said, that is your heart's desire? I go, yes, sir. That is what you are. If you were asked what is your heart's desires, what would you say? I knew people who had been abused and didn't know him. Couldn't just jump right into the arms and a relationship with the father. They had been abused by too many men. Love had been perverted and abused to them. 
They needed a sweet mama. They needed to just come and be held in my arms as I gave them a bottle or they would just go to sleep. Some of them just feel like orphans, which all of them are. And I just had one come to me, a big CEO that just took over a social media platform. He said he wanted to be my spiritual son like somebody else was. And he wanted what he saw inside him. So I said, no problem. He became my spiritual son and I prayed for him. Not for me to tell him what to do. But now he was reconnected through me, through the Son, through the Holy Spirit, to the Father. Now, if the Father would guide him what to do. Mm -hmm. That's the Father's job. Mama's just the anchor. She's always there loving you. A lot of people know that if it wasn't for Mama, Mama was always there. Mama raises the kids, even if it's a single mama. And the fathers are absent. Mm -hmm. So in this, we are learning that we all need to have one mind. We all need to have the same definitions. So I guess we don't. And he's saying that we need to think here. We got some issues with among us. Verse 17. Recompense means repay to no man evil. For evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. That is a powerful statement. When you feel like you've been mistreated and you want justice, don't go out and riot, burn, and loot. That's returning evil for evil. Mm -hmm. Number 18. If it be possible, Paul is writing, as much as lies in you, love peacefully with all men. If you believe you've been hurt, abused, or your ancestors, love those that you believe abused you or your ancestors or enslaved you. Love them peacefully in your heart. Don't return evil for evil. Number 19. Dearly beloved, he says, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. God tries to tell us, you're not to kill anybody. You're not to have vengeance and wrath. You're not to seek the social justice or do any of that rioting. You are to repay evil with good. You're to live peaceably with all men. That's what shocked most of the early Romans when the early Christians were thrown to the lions taken into the Colosseums, burned at the stake. They would sing hymns. They forgave their jailers. And when the Romans saw this love, they weren't frightened. They didn't fight. 
when they died and fell down as a grain of wheat into the soil and their blood was shed, their peaceable deaths, they did not retaliate, they did not curse, did not throw curse words, did not fight back. That love reached the Romans and many believed in this God of love themselves. Verse 20, therefore, if your enemy hungers, feed them. If he is thirsty, give him drink, for in so doing, you, yeah, you, shall heap piles of coals, prayers, prayers, petitions of forgiveness and mercy for them on the altars of sacrifice. And the smoke will go up to the throne room for God and your prayers will be heard. 21, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Well, what is good? Mm -hmm. I want to stop right here for episode number two. It's going to take as many episodes to work out what is love. So this will be picked up again in episode number four next month on the third Friday, beginning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time in America. So, so far, we have learned many definitions of love. We're getting to have the same definitions put before us. And we're starting to hear some words about how to respond when evil and unjustness comes your way. But I want to end here with this live broadcast show and give you a chance that if you have been one of those who have returned evil for evil, have rioted and not been gentle in your response, have hurt people, burned buildings, looted buildings, because you're mad for whatever reasons you are, I'm going to ask God to forgive you. I'm going to be gentle. And I'm still going to love you no matter what, because you haven't yet learned not to return evil for evil. You don't know how yet to return good for evil. You haven't learned yet that all vengeance belongs to the Lord, not to you, not to your government. But if there are laws in your nation, you follow them. You don't say that setting fires and looting is peaceable rioting. That's evil for evil. You don't allow people to take over cities. You don't allow that those who have been arrested to return back to the streets who are violent because they are having issues, whether it's mental health, drug abuse, child abuse, 
they will hurt other people. We have to protect them and the community. Oh, nobody likes to go to jail. But we can't have evil running the streets. People who have not yet been changed, hurting people. And that includes you, the politician, the leader of a nation or a city or a state, or maybe a school board. Mm -hmm. Love does not control people. It does not force itself on people. That's raping them. It does not human traffic others. It does not lie and deceive, trying to change the next generation. So we have a lot to learn about love. You say you love people, but maybe your definition of love is not somebody else's definition of love. Maybe when you say you love to help people, maybe that definition is not what the other person's definition is. And love gets all twisted, perverted, and becomes an abusive power. So I want to give you an opportunity. If you have been one of these people who have loved through evil, been abusive with it, tried to use it to control yourself and others, there's hope for you. My prayers have gone up for you to go, oops, that was not right. That is not love according to the definitions that Pastor Deborah read to us. And you will be forgiven if you ask and seek it. And then you will learn the rightful definition of what is love. So I want to end this light and love live broadcast show with a wonderful good news. We're going to pick up again and continue in episode number four. We're just getting started. So you be at peace. You look at yourself. And if you think you have missed it so far, just ask God to forgive you. And he will. Because we all have done it. We've all missed the mark. We've all misinterpreted the definitions. We've used the definitions to abuse people, control people, nations, government people, to get full of pride and glory and awards. We have misused it for our own purposes. So you be blessed today. And I'll see you again on the first Friday of next month. And we will be talking about what is light. We got a lot to cover in that. So I love you. And I hope you are enjoying the Light and Love broadcast show live with Pastor Deborah through Restream. I may not use a motion video next one, may go back to the other. I'm just enjoying trying many different ways of teaching you. I just learned today about Zoom's video filters. Yeah, I got a lot to learn. I'm not a high-tech person, but I can learn. 
And I've only been doing this a few years. I don't have, like I said, a dedicated room with a lot of high-tech cameras and laptops. And I just have the minimal that I can get by with financially. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have a wonderful time doing this for you. So you enjoy, and I will see you again on the first Friday at 10 a.m. And we will have a live stream, probably be a recorded video like this, but I'll be able to chat with you live about what is light. Mm -hmm. Beginning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time in America. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.